That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This is. This is WGN Television 9. Channel 9. Channel 9 Chicago. Chicago. Coming to you from atop the John Hancock building. WGN-TV in Chicago. Welcome to the world's greatest newspaper television podcast. I'm Brian Say. And I'm Ross Mackby. If you're a first-time listener, you can catch all the episodes of this amazing podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. So subscribe, download, listen, and repeat. That's right. On today's episode, Ricky Martin doesn't know what he's missing. She's a native of Puerto Rico and the Around Town reporter for the WGN Morning News. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Annabella I'm so proud of you. All right, we have a first question, but before we ask it, Brian and I want to surprise you with a little something. Ready, Brian? Yep. One, two, three. Upside inside out. Living la vida loca. I don't know the rest of the words. Me neither. She pull you down. Living la vida loca. You printed them all. Come on. It's peaking. Oh, That's see, all peaking. I it's closed fine. my eyes, and it was like he was here. That circles around to our first question. Yep. Has Ricky Martin rescinded his uh, restraining order against nope. you? No. Oh. Interesting. And oh. the funny thing is that, as I've told you before, I have a, a few friends that know him. I, ha- I know a couple of people that work in his foundation, mm-hmm. and nothing. No. Oh. He found it cute, but that's it. Okay. But mm. he's about to drop a new album, oh. and he has to tour... Is it called Anna, Anna, Anna? Anna, 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 no, but he's going to have to stop in Chicago eventually. Yeah. Right. He's just saying. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It was a great moment, yeah. by the way. It was. Yeah. One of my favorite moments ever. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to that. We really want to dive deep on that. But yes. all joking aside, let's start at the beginning. You knew at a young age that you wanted to be a broadcast journalist. You were 15, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you interned at your local TV station in Puerto Rico for three summers, unpaid. Yep. So you clearly have grit. <laughs> Tell us what sparked- And don't like making money. Sure. Right. Clearly. <laughs> What, uh, what sparked your dreams from such a young age? I liked uh, storytelling and performance. And I went, for some reason, I don't know why, uh, I had to do a book report on some career that I would like to follow. And I interviewed the news director for that local station, WAPA, Wapa Televisión in Puerto Rico. <laughs> mm. And I was fascinated by the newsroom. I loved the adrenaline. I loved how people... Uh, worked together and yelled at each other and I just thought it was so great and I love the idea that I could be a performer and tell stories and also make a difference so that's what uh, called my attention very quickly I've been uh, I had been in theater and dance since I was eight by the time I was 15 so I knew that I wanted to do something in the arts but I I've never had the confidence to audition for anything Mm. I take it very personal Mm. um 
And I also like writing and telling stories. So I thought, well, this is a good balance because you go to journalism school and then you get a job as a reporter. Right. And so I saw a better path than, well, now you go and, you know, go hungry in New York and audition right. and have people tell you you're ugly, you have an accent, you have, which I, <laughs> but, but, but they told me that at Univision anyway. But, <laughs> but yeah, but um, that's what attracted me early on. Hmm. Uh, the resume tape that you that was submitted on your behalf here at WGM was in Spanish, and you still got the job. Should I be building a resume tape in Spanish? Whatever works, Brian. Yeah. I had a college professor who I did not like at American University in Washington, D.C., who taught broadcast journalism, too. We called it BJ2. Interesting. I don't know. College students uh, calling it that. Feels like there's a subtext. Right. I don't see yeah. anything. So yet. she was... Listen to this, the agriculture correspondent in D.C. for some kind of agriculture show that I don't know where it broadcast from, but she was the D.C. correspondent for the agriculture show. I like to call her the manure report, <laughs> but because she wasn't really nice, but she gave us a good piece of advice towards the end of our uh, senior year. She said, you know, pick what makes you stand out. And if what makes you stand out, your talent is that you speak Spanish, then go with that. And I was so offended because mm. I was like, my English is flawless. What is right. this woman talking about? Right. I'm going to be the next Katie Couric. And then I realized there were a ton of people like me going for the same jobs right. who didn't have an accent. And I noticed a lot of my friends from Rhode Island, Connecticut, I went to school in the East Coast, uh, D.C., were, were not pursuing their jobs because they were going to gonna be paid very little. Mm. So I went back home and I thought, I'm going to get a job at WAPA. And they didn't have a job for me because there was a union system and mm. I was at the bottom of the yeah. totem pole, right? Yep. So I would have to wait for a long time. And I really, really wanted to be a reporter on camera mm -hmm. as soon as possible. Yeah. So that's why I decided to pursue a career in Spanish. And I had a demo tape in Spanish mm. already because my senior year in college, I was a correspondent for Univision in D.C. for this show, like A Current Affair. Yeah. But it was called Primer Impacto. Oh. My first story was about a Santa Claus that was beaten up for singing Feliz Navidad outside oh a restaurant in D.C. So I had a professional uh, right. tape. And so I sent that to Univision in Chicago and they offered me the job. So Spanish has always gotten me the career of my dreams. And mm. I have fought it because I'm like, I, my point is that I could be successful in English. And I have been successful in English, but ironically, it was the Spanish demo tape that got me the job. Yeah. Hmm. So at WGN, you've been going around town for like almost 15 years. Yep. Haven't you been everywhere by now? You'd think, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's left? I don't know. It, it just, it's, it's strange. I, um, it's starting to get repetitive, but it, it's, it starts to get repetitive with a lot of stories for a lot of us, right? Because right, we're right. local news. Mm -hmm. It's not like we're covering national breaking news and we do it every day. Yeah. But I think every producer has brought something different to the table. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Terry and I started, Terry Barthel and I started working together when I first got here and we kind of built how around town was going to be from then on. And then Tom Barnes came in and he is Mr. Chicago. So right. we did a lot of other things that had to be do with Chicago. And then now Natalie Skrid is our producer and she's a different generation than I am. Right. So she's going for things that, uh, she is interested in, you mm. know, and so it, those people revive uh, your, the segment more than I probably do. And I st we still find things. I'm like, I hadn't been here. The right. difficult part is making a good TV and make other people interested in yeah. like a landmark in Schaumburg no one knew about. Right, you know? mm -hmm. right. Yeah. So it comes down. I mean, I feel like a lot of times the people you find just talking to people and them talking to you 
That's my like, favorite. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Regular people. I, I don't think I could do what Dean does because I get bored of asking celebrities questions. I mean, like, no offense. It gets to a point where it's like, oh, okay, so now what? Who's right. the biggest person you've talked to? You're acting Ricky like Martin. Like, oh, <laughs> of course. I'm so and sorry. And I screwed to that up. Asked. Oh, I think that was Well, I've, I've spoken to Antonio Banderas and Jimmy Smith. and Ricky Martin. I didn't. No, I didn't. Well, when <laughs> I spoke to him, did you notice yeah. that when I spoke to him, I was very professional? Oh, yeah. Stay at my parents' house, Ricky. I know you have a house there. <laughs> but you're like family to us. Uh, and he, I knew he couldn't so, see me. And he, right, right. And then when I had that breakdown... Mm. That you all laughed at. I'll call nine one one, Ricky. Don't worry. No, oh, I love there? what I'm hearing. I'm I love it. Hear I love you. it. He can still hear you. Oh, he's still there. It's all right, Anna. Please, I don't want to be involved in another American crime story. <laughs> um. Uh, I didn't know he could see me. I th- I was under the impression he couldn't hear me. Mm. I knew he couldn't mm-hmm, see me. Mm-hmm. That's why he thought there was something wrong with me, which clearly there wasn't. Right. Well. Uh, back to around town. Can you kind of take listeners through what your day to day is when you get? So, what time do you have to get in? What What does all go into in around? I don't like to reveal that because you all get really mad <laughs> at the fact that the around town crew sleeps in Roll more in, than all around. of you do. Yeah. So I have the the benefit of being able to drive to the location. Mm. So my eleven year old CRV has been everywhere. Mm. And I have been everywhere. And for a girl from the island to be in the middle of like the Midwest surrounded yeah. by corn mm. is at the beginning when though GPS was kind of scary. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, I drive to a location. We're, supp- we're, around, we're there around 6.30, 6.45. And we're there until 10 in the morning. And we do seven hits of live TV on WGM Morning News. And we show people all sorts of... Um, very dynamic, versatile things that you can do in the city. You can uh, people are doing with their lives, so it's cultural, but it's also featurey. It's um, it could be sports, it could be anything. Right, a lot of dancing by Anna. Random. Dancing. That's the thing. Random dancing. Most of your hits end with dancing. As they pretty should. much. Yeah. They yeah. sound like you're upset about that. No, no. Yeah. Why are you mad? No, it always Hi, ends at seven a.m. on a high note. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Ross. Yeah. Rob. Uh, you did a TEDx talk a few years ago. The title of I it, did. The title of it was "My Plan B Made My Dream," and I thought it was going to be some kind of pro-choice talk. <laughs> it it didn't end up being anything no, about uh-uh. that. Uh-huh. But during the talk, you said you took accent reduction classes yes. early on in your career. You are shocked. And I don't, yeah, I can still barely understand what the hell you're saying. So <laughs> I'm just wondering what's, what's the refund policy. And he says it's during his panic wow. heritage month. <laughs> No, seriously. Este muchacho, that's why he's single. Um, (laughs) Wow. Low blow. Yeah, shots fired. Shots fired. Um, Yes, I did take them. (laughs) It's okay, Brian. I love you. I still love you. Okay. Um, I did uh, take accent reduction classes because I had an agent who said my my Spanish accent would be a problem to Mm. get into American TV and to English television. And turns out that when I was hired here, I told Robin about my accent and she's like, what accent? Have you heard me talk? You know, she's right. like, I have a thick Southside accent. Mm-hmm. When Larry goes to Boston, he comes back with his thick accent. Right. And I thought, this is the place for me. Right. You know, because I have a big hang up over my accent. That is like, you guys don't know that, but that no. I... Um, I um, Natalie found out the hard way because she laughs every time I mispronounce something, and I get I get upset right. because that's my hang up, right? right? Because we 
West people who speak another language in this country many times, people make fun of the way we talk. And so we try very hard to pronounce things right Mm -hmm. because for some reason we are meant to feel or we feel that you're ridiculing us or you're making us feel like we sound dumb, right? Right. You don't do that to British people because they could say the most inappropriate thing, but they're British and they sound interesting. But I could give you a dissertation on genetics and you'll be like, oh, she sounds like the lady that cleans my house, right? Or like she should be serving tacos. Well, I don't think that's... But I, that's I my own hang means. up, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. That's how right. I grew there's up a, thinking. There's a national park. Um, uh, it starts with a Y. Y-O-S-E-M-I-T-E. Could you that, pronounce that word for well, us? Well, see? But wait, let me You're think. You're doing it right now. Bro. Yosemite. That's Nailed correct. It. But how did you say it Yosemite. when you first read? I have I'm words. Not laughing at you. I was seeing, yeah, but when like, you when you sound it out and you don't know but then, how you've never but seen it before, but then Natalie gets to explain to me. I'm not laughing at you. I think it's cute. Right, it's charming. Right, right, but I'm right. a grown ass woman. I don't <laughs> right, want you to call right. me cute. Sure. I speak two languages. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's so right. So it was Thomas Sulo who was like, "You have to get over it because." You speak two languages. The people right. who are making fun of you mostly speak one. Yeah, exactly. I just speak the one. So, yeah. um, but it is a big hang-up. So for me, I worked hard to kind of neutralize that that right. uh, that uh, accent issue. Yeah. But ironically, it's made me who I am now. You yeah. know, people expect me to tell stories the way I know how to tell them, right. and with my voice and my intonation. Right. Yeah. Uh, Although you, I don't hear an accent. Yes. I don't. Yosemite. Nailed it. I also can't say that sealant thing that you put around the tub. And oh. oh, no. It's spelled no. C A L K. There's an L in it. Or a U. Remember. I think there's a U. C A U L K. Yeah, there's an Could L. Could you try it first? There's an L. Come on. You got to get that. You can L. do it. Wait. Cock. Cock. It's better if I say cock with right. the L. Right. You got to get the L in. Right. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah. I can't say Just it. to be I can't. I can't. So I text our handyman, and I even I'm like I need sealant for the bathtub, and we've decided Technical. I it's just good. don't right. use it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. And I had to do a segment saying it. You want to be clear about what it is then that over, you want. Over the phone, at one point, you're just yelling a <laughs> c word. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. So yeah. You, you, what did I say? Yosemite. Yosemite. But think about it. Sounds sexier that way. It should Yosemite. be called Yosemite. It does, yeah. Thank That's you. what I like I'm it. saying. I don't know. Snoopy. I totally understand. Larry <laughs> likes when I say Snoopy because of the double O. Oh, yeah. Okay. Snoopy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On TV. Yeah. Right. All right. All right. Anyway, so you, you came to us from Univision. Uh, you worked your way up to a national correspondent there. And you lived in New York City, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, but now you're on the Rinky Dick WGM Morning News. <laughs> Do you ever wish you'd stayed on Spanish language television? <laughs> uh, no. Oh. Mm-mm. Why not? You're happy here. I'm very happy here. Yeah. Uh, I was happy at Univision. I That was like my master's degree. Mm. You know, people who study journalism not necessarily need a master's and a PhD. Um... So that was my master's degree. And the reason why I'm successful here is because I was able to work at that morning show that I worked there. I loved working there, but um, I feel like I have more flexibility here. I can cover more topics. I didn't want to be the Hispanic girl who always covers Little Village, Pilsen, you know, the Hispanic topics. I wanted to show people that, you know, we have more in common than what is different and when yeah. you are a member of a minority you realize that you're representing yourself your family and your people um and so i i, I wanted to prove that i wanted to 
move on from being, oh, that's that Latin girl they hired to, oh, that's Anna from around town. And so, and she just happens to be Puerto Rican and oh, look, right. they're awesome people who are also U.S. citizens. Right. I'm really woke today, Brian. I'm right, sorry. you are. Really well, we touched on this too, like, and you talked about people, talking to people is the biggest thing you love yeah. about the job. What's it like experience Chicago just from all those different locations? Oh, it's awesome. It's it's the reason I love this city. You know, I think this city is super, op- for as segregated as it is, it is super open-minded and kind of doesn't, doesn't show that off with theater, with art, with taking chances in business. Right. We try things that other places won't try and we give it a chance. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, I'll go watch that show in a storefront theater that used to be a church kind of right, thing. Right. And so we give opportunities. You, you can open a Korean restaurant in the middle of Pilsen and we'll try it out. Yeah. So that's the kind of thing that I, I love about this town and the fact that we are they remind me of Puerto Rico a lot because people in Chicago, I find them um, that they are very, the word in Spanish is cariñoso, which means they're comforting, they're nice, they're nurturing. Uh, when you first get here, they, they want to show you the city. They have a city mm-hmm. pride that no one else does for as much as we can complain about everything that goes wrong here. Mm-hmm. We we don't want you to insult it. It's like our family member. We can talk bad about it, but we're right. going to show you how we were in the forefront of architecture. We were in the forefront of, we're in the forefront of startups, that kind yeah. of thing. And I, I love that. Yeah. I really do. And in an unassuming way, Right. Do you have a favorite or like most memorable around town that you've been on? I've done so many that I, well, you guys know that I love anything that has to do with theater. Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, right. <laughs> what was so, the one, what was the one you just like, you danced in? Was it Dancing Queen that you were? Oh, that was, you, that was um, um, Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Mm. Didn't you come out full garb? Full and garb. Dan- I but mean, I've done that often. Yeah. 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 That's the most recent. That's the most recent. But I've done a chorus line. Oh, yeah, yeah. And ironically, no one ever, like from those theaters, no one ever goes, wow. Like, right. you're wonderful? We or? should give her <laughs> nadie, no one. And I, no. I always thought that, you know, when I was little, I thought, you know how. Get discovered. Well, maybe not in your time, but in my time, there were a lot of models that were discovered walking around in Russia and they right. were super hungry mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. they looked emaciated and someone from Vogue would say, You're sign the her up, yeah. right? And I thought I'd be walking down the streets in Puerto Rico or something and be like, that's her actress. And yeah. so, nah. No. No. And to that this hasn't day, happened. I've had to work hard Not for even like everything I have. First alternate. Just. No one. Like, no. Not even understudy. They don't even Understood. go, yeah, you know what, we should... Do you, do you ever, like, float it? Like, hey, do you guys need, like, I don't know, like, maybe you need somebody? Yeah, like, I always go, if you need Side Story, <laughs> Maria, I mean... I like to be sense. Anita. I'd like to Anita, be Anita. Okay. She's feisty. Mm-hmm. You've touched on it a little bit, but let's talk about representation. We're just a couple of white guys here. But, you know, you're busting down yeah. barriers. You're listening and you I don't can't know. tell <laughs> yeah, by their In case accents. you couldn't tell, yeah. You're, you're busting Howdy. down barriers. You're representing Spanish speakers and Latinas on mainstream English language television. Like, what does that mean to you? I'm one of the few, yes, yeah, yeah that did the crossover. Right. Um, what does that mean to me? That means the world to me. Mm. I try not to screw it up every morning. It's hard working with you guys. What is that supposed to be? Because you're funny and you make me push boundaries and do inappropriate things that my parents thought I was working for the Today Show. And then my mom shows up and Conrad is like, my mom's an alcoholic. And I'm like, where are we? You know? Right, and Larry's right. hitting on us. And right. my mom's like, Nana, where did you? Oh, my God. Yeah, right. I thought this was the third market right. in the country. And right. Americans were serious people. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. So it, it means the world to me. It, um, it's a responsibility that I take very seriously. And I 
I am not a full-time mentor like some of my friends who will, but if you call me, if you send me an email, email, I respond. I am supportive of people who, who come for my advice and because other people paved the wave and helped me. So, um, I think that, like I told you guys earlier, it's quite the responsibility because I don't ever, ever want to make a joke of who we are. Right, right. Um, and I know that sometimes I thicken my accent or I, I'm like, oh, English is not my first language, but I have never felt disrespected or that you guys are mocking me on the air for right. the way I am or the way I sound. Right. I've always felt respected and the audience does that too, right? The audience is like, it's so cool that, you know, you're yeah. one of us there. And I yeah. take that very seriously. Right. It's an inclusive family of like totally. all different backgrounds. Yeah. 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 What, when people come and ask for advice, what do you, what do you give? To go into another field. <laughs> Why? Because your faith There's will take your job. There's only space for one. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do what I'm doing? You know what? Luck. Yeah. You know what? Right. Um, <laughs> no, I tell them they have to educate themselves. They have to know how to write. Yeah. They have to know how to speak properly on television and on the internet. I think eventually you fizzle if you're a viral sensation, if you're right. not educated and if you don't learn from others. And you and I think it's important that you know how to do a lot of things. I can cover, I was a general assignment reporter. So if right now I have to go cover a disaster, I can handle it. Mm. Uh, you saw that when I covered the aftermath of Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. Right. So you, it's almost like when I was a dan I started as a dancer, I only wanted to dance hip hop and jazz. And my teachers were like, you have to learn ballet because mm -hmm. ballet is a route for every dance, right? You can't know during jazz, they'll say right. fourth position and you won't know what it is. Mm. Um, but if you took ballet, you do. And that's necessary. I think that it is important that you know the rules of journalism, who, what, when, when, when where, why. And those apply to any type of journalism you want to do. Yeah. And I also encourage them with the power that they have with the internet to do any airtime, any airtime is important and do it right. You mm, know, right. I think the podcasts, the, the video blogs, all that is important because it's airtime. And in, in this day and age, you right. not necessarily have to be in a top channel. You can say, I did this kick ass work on my Facebook page. This is a family podcast. If I'm you sorry. could, uh, it's not, not my first curse. language. No, just kidding. We can curse. We'll bleep it. Yeah, yeah we'll bleep yeah. it. Uh, you just mentioned you touched on Hurricane Maria, but we sent you there for coverage after the hurricane and the area was very decimated. Can you talk kind of about that experience of going there? So covering my, your... my family lives there. Yeah. So it was a very weird, bittersweet homecoming because um, I had tried to get there three times with the station before after Maria hit. Right. And the first time it was devastating not to go because I had messages from friends here like, go find my mom and give her these batteries. Go find my cousin and here's the money so he can make it to San Juan. So it's almost like a humanitarian mission and I couldn't make it. Yeah. And I became somehow a spokesperson for Puerto Ricans of the diaspora here together with other Chicagoans who were amazing like the Puerto Rican agenda and Segundo Ruiz Belvis because for the first time we were completely disconnected from our people and uh, desperate for information so I really really wanted to make it over there once I got there it it's very hard guys to drive around your hometown and see it 
with no power, with, you know, your family walking around with lights on their heads, with, you know, hats, with helmets, with a light to fit, to get to their car. Um, my 80 year old parents going up and down staircases to get to their home. It's hard when your parents tell you, send us food. We don't know how much there's going to be left in the supermarket. And we've always prided ourselves in being a first world island because we belong to the United States, because we're a colony of the U.S. And to see it that decimated and to see it like a lot of our neighbors where you couldn't drink their water. Now we're there. It, 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 uh, a natural disaster is an, an equalizing experience. You know, money, no money, you are there in the hole. So I had family without power for months. My niece moved up here to live with us because her school had no power. So we took her in for nine months. So it changed my life personally and professionally. It felt like a lot of responsibility because we're a very politically polarized place because of our status. And I didn't want to touch on that. I wanted to tell the human stories, which is what I do best. And that's what we did. And it was very moving, but also I was like, I can't show my emotions here. I can, but I can't be like, well, this is wrong because I'm a journalist. And also I come from a school of journalists that taught you not to be the story and GN made me the story, right? People right. cared because my family was yeah. in need and my people were in need. And so that I was like, I got to, it's a fine line yeah, before walk. I stand, yeah. sit here giving an opinion like. Subjective, but not too subjective. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so your parents live in San Juan. Yes. And, and my brother and sister and my niece. Right. And so cousins. What's, what's the rebuild been like? I mean, it's been two years. Slow. Now. It's been very slow. Yeah. Uh, San Juan is doing fine, but there are still streets. My my family doesn't go out at night as much anymore because there are streets without power. Mm. So to drive in the dark is hard. Uh, crime has increased. Mm. Um, my dad just get, got held up three days, three weeks ago oh. in front of her, his house. Um, so... Uh, but it's ironic because tourists are safe. The tourism yeah, right, right. is uh, thriving and we need it to thrive. But the day-to-day life is hard. Uh, not as hard as two years ago, but it could be better. Right. Uh, I think we are at this point, my dad would say 10 to 15 years back, almost 20. Wow. Yeah. Have you, you've and you visited a few times. A lot. Yeah. yeah. How have you like stayed involved? I mean, visiting with them and everything too, just. More or less checking on your parents. I'm checking on my parents and family. And uh, I've been, I was hired to give a, like a TEDx talk there too. uh, To people from the pharmacy industry. I, I try as much as I can to keep, in the forefront with my social media platforms right. you have to use your voice and your talents right i can't go build a house with habitat for humanity you've seen me it's not <laughs> a good thing um but if i can lend my voice to it uh it's it's what i know how to do best so i keep it. sometimes i'm like someone's gonna be like girl your page is all about puerto rico and around town and your kids well it is what it is it's right. what i have right and I learned a long time that you use it for what you want to use yeah. it. Yeah, and yeah. that's the news cycle now is something's out of the news. I mean, as big as like an entire country decimated by a hurricane is out in a week. Right. I mean, the Bahamas right. is, is gone. It's yeah. not what it used to be. story is lost. Yeah. People are still rebuilding. Yeah. That's yeah. still happening. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is a difficult transition, but we're going to make it. <laughs> uh, I hoped you win an Emmy for your coverage in Puerto Rico. I did. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, yes, and I you helped, helped you me. Find and I didn't and mention process you. process your story. So that, yes, okay. you, so you could submit the paperwork. You didn't thank me in your acceptance speech. So let's just really quickly just pretend you just walked up to the podium and the winner is Annabelle Ball. Yay! I first want to thank God and Brian Say 
same level of importance <laughs> in my life. Finally, somebody has. Wow. <laughs> Brian put together my clips, found me my clips that in a newsroom are impossible to find. This is right. true. Yeah. And did it with love and never threw it in my face that he helped me. Right. Uh, also, Vicky Thomas, who edited the whole thing. Uh, I didn't thank her. You should thank her. Yeah, I you also should. didn't thank my children, Brian. Wow. Well, this is your opportunity. Well, what did they do? Thank you. Right. What did they that do? That was my point. Did you thank your husband? Yes. Oh, there God. You go. Profusely. That's all you need. God and your husband. Your parents, probably. I didn't thank God. Um, <laughs> I thanked... Uh, I didn't thank my parents, either. So, just your husband. Well, I wanted <laughs> to be story-specific, yeah. and I wanted to talk about who helped me in that story. Sure. So my kids didn't do anything but be kids. Right. <laughs> they probably hindered things. Yeah. And right. my husband made it all. My husband pushed me to go. He said, you oh. got to go tell that story. Sure. And I was worried because I left Steve here with my niece who had just landed right. yeah. and my two kids. And he had to go to like parent teacher conference. And, right. Right. and not a lot of husbands are going to be like, sure, right. you know, and yeah, let me yeah. know when you come home. And not just that, but thing. pushing you. Yeah. yeah and he big. was like, no, because I was about to say, we've tried three times. Let's forget it. And he's like, no, you're not forgetting it. So yeah, right. I had to thank him. And I, I, thank, I thanked Hector, my camera guy, sure. mm -hmm. who had been my first camera guy at Univision. Oh. Uh, so yeah. our boss knew what she did when she sent me there with him. And I thanked everyone at GN, sure. which should have felt, you should have felt included. Right. I was kidding you, no, obviously. No, yeah. I felt badly. To be I fair, felt bad for you, you and Ricky and Ricky. Vicky and Ricky. To be Ricky. fair, it's oh. so hard to get Brian in a tux these days. Yeah. So, I mean, no, he wasn't going to go. No, he he wasn't giving me oh. a plus one. Well, that's awkward. Well, that is awkward because I, we had right, a conversation. Another tough Hector transition. didn't even get an Emmy because <laughs> it would have been $275 to get him a statue. Yeah. I said, you can come visit it here. Right. I put your name on it, Hector. Uh, Brian and I have been to your home. We shot a, I shot made Brian a, a sandwich. That, yeah, you did. You really did. Because he was hangry. I was. Thank um, you for doing that. And we really thank you for that. And I we spent really a lot testy. of time there. It was very hot. It was. I remember. <laughs> I, I forgot about open that. window. I think I blocked that out. Yeah. And it was what, like, What, do you keep it 78 degrees yeah. in there? In the winter? Meanwhile, we babysat. I was like kicking around a soccer ball. You were yeah. Uncle Ross. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, but, I mean, I digress. Can you get us an invite to Paul Conrad's house? Yeah, please. That's where I don't we really even, want I don't to go. Know Rooftop. Have uh, you seen? It's Holy unbelievable. Smokes. Why can't you get us invited? You don't, you don't have You haven't gone? Come on. You've never been to Paul's house? He's got to no. hold mixers I, there or something. He did, like when he redid his place, he invited all of us to some kind of concert and I didn't, ha I didn't make it. I mm. couldn't, I don't know wow. why. Uh, and I didn't go and that was the door closed that was it yeah, yeah. That's, I should have known yeah. wow. he hasn't even invited us to, to a concert house, so. they've That's been to your house big. they've never been to my oh. house none of them have oh Whew. wow so we've got one up on them I yeah. think Thomas Sulo has been oh, sure. but Thomas Sulo also wanted to come see my babies when they were born oh. the other ones couldn't care less no um, I shouldn't say that because Robin always sends a nice gift that's true well, I don't know if it's true, but I'm trusting no, that true. it is. It's yeah. true. That's a good segue because we interviewed Pat recently for this podcast and we asked him to name his favorite personality on the WGN Morning News. He said you. Yeah. No. He did. When we asked Paul the same question, he said Robin, so we need to know who's your favorite personality on the show. Oh, <laughs> oh Pat said me. He said yeah. Anna, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd say Pat. I'd say Pat. Is that just because I said that? No, I should have uh -uh. asked before. No, I should have asked before I divulging. Love Honestly, <laughs> I love my favorite. I love them all. Um, but I have a weakness for Pat because he's like my little brother. Mm. He actually fits in my kid's high chair. Um, <laughs> he is small. <laughs> he's 
adorable. <laughs> and he loves it when I call him adorable. I uh, bet, yeah. And, and I came into the station when Pat came in. Oh, sure, that makes Me, sense. Me, Val, and Pat. Yeah. yeah. And Dean Richards, who's my... Uh, desk husband yeah. mm-hmm. uh, he's always been like a protector of me sure but I have to say uh, Paul is like the nicest guy ever I admire how he's raised his children and the kind of guy he is um, and and Robin is just a very thoughtful person you know and, and so I, I really like them we don't hang out outside the 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 oh, so we are the original B team Dean right Val mm. Pat and I mm-hmm until the babies showed up. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and uh, so then Pat abandoned us and went to the A-team. And now it's just Dean and I old and coughing and right. making sure we don't get bed sores. And <laughs> eating soup. Eating yeah. soup. Yeah. Does that make Brian and I your desk cousins? Because yeah. we're yes. kind of like behind yeah. you. Yes. And unfortunately, cousins. Brian moved in and I've had a lot of work. <laughs> and so he wants to come over to talk right. and he's met Deadline Anna and Deadline right. Anna. Oh, yeah. Not is that nice. not a short? Bed- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's short with you. Not now, Brian. Yeah, right. <laughs> not now. What? Brian. Are you writing? <laughs> and then she like mutters something in Spanish yeah. under your breath and you're like, oh, okay. That's yeah. true. You have to get yeah, used to me speaking right. in Spanish to relatives and myself right. Right. when yeah. you sit by me. Right. But yeah, I would say Pat Tomasulo and Dean Richards are my favorite. And we should add as a caveat to that that Pat may have only said Anna because Paul said Robin that right. hurt his feelings. Yeah, he was circle hurt. around. So, uh, Why are you ruining it? Your now? answer <laughs> might have been vindictive. Because we've ruined it well, for everyone. We want you now to just be able to add an addendum to what you've said, knowing that yeah, that you're, you right. him choosing you is probably just revenge. on No, Paul. I know what we've had. Okay, wow. <laughs> because what have you we had? did uh, Tumi, <laughs> Thomas Hulu, and I did the comedy circle for about two years together, and yeah. so that brought us together. Sure. And uh, we became close friends, especially Thomas Hulu and I, because we drove from the city together. Mm. So uh. I want to think that it is honest. Yeah, okay. I think. Yeah, no, I think he's it is been too. in my house. Sure. So follow up question: You've had uh, three producers here: Terry Barthel, Tom Barnes, and Natalie Scrid. <laughs> yep. Uh, Who has been your favorite producer? They all have a special place in my heart. Oh, that is like a, a question about your favorite I have child. I'm going to tell you because Terry Barthel, it, it almost is like Terry raised me because mm. I arrived like a little girl from Univision, not knowing much about the culture. Is that how you talk? I'm not laughing. Is yeah. that after no, their like, accent reduction classes? Like there were moments where Terry would have to be <laughs> like, laugh, oh, Brian. you really have never been to a pumpkin patch. This is how pumpkins grow. <laughs> like seriously. Like, yeah. You know, I know. No, I know. I know nothing no. about right. sports. Yes. And right. so I'm like, oh, why, how are we yeah. going to do this? I don't even know how to pronounce that. Right. And so Terry would be like, this is a cornfield kind of thing. Right. Because um, I also grow up in downtown San Juan. Yeah. Right. Right. In the skyline of San Juan. I'm a city girl. Right, right. And so Terry kind of had to be like, okay, show me the ropes at WGM Morning News. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Barnes was so much fun. And Barnes was the kind, like my brother and my real brother, my br- real brother Mario and my fake brother Terry would never take a punch for me. I know that. Like they're the kind of men that if I get in trouble, yeah. they'll help me run away. But they'll be like, why'd yeah. you smile at him? Right. <laughs> right. Hide here. Why right. did you though? But yeah. Right. Whereas Barnes would punch first uh-huh. yeah. and he then would. be like, totally. why'd you mess with her? Right. Yeah. So uh, he was very protective, mm-hmm. uh, very supportive. And also just like Terry would push the envelope with me like what are you sure you're not gonna try that okay no that's how they dealt with me right. and then they've trained natalie to do the same right. um i think that um 
well, Natalie's a woman, so that's we have that connection, which is different yeah. than with the boys. Sure. And she is a uh, hard worker and a quick learner and also has improved my, our social media aspect. So they all have brought something different to the table. Right. And Natalie is the American everyone should know. Right. Like if aliens land in this country, yeah. they need to go to Squid's house because they do all them American holidays hardcore mm. and they love the tailgating and they love yeah. the turkey, whatever. And the they, turkey, whatever. The, they, they go to the Basting. church every Sunday and the bingo night. And, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All American. Like the country buffet and. <laughs> the old one or the new one? All of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Natalie's like, there's a turkey trot. And I'm like, what the hell right, is that? Right, right. Oh, but yeah. she embraces other cultures. We've taught each other a lot. Sure, right. sure. And All then right. there's Sweary Mary. Right. We were going to touch on that. I bet you so were. So Sweary Mary. Do you have a favorite Sweary Mary story? She's this your is, photographer. So, yeah. She's been there forever. She's been your photographer she, the whole time, right? And and yes. this, this is my... my and Sweary Mary every morning comes in to the assignment desk area with Andrew Zwick, who is an amazing assignment editor, comes in. This effing bull crap. I just, son of a, I'm tell, and then this, and then they got me doing this, this son of a, okay, thanks, Andrew. It's like, she's, but she's the nicest person it's in the, the world. It's the weirdest thing. I love talking to her. It's the weirdest and thing. And it's just like, at times she just, things that set her off the edge. And puts hence, out to the world. Right. As if she is nasty right. and rude and angry, yep. and then would take a bullet for you. Yes, and you're right, like, right. Why? So we've met in the middle. The ironic thing is, like when I tell her we're going to deal with these people that I can't stand, and I don't know how I'm going to do it. She's the nicest of them. Yes. I'm like, where are you hanging out? I want to be in the truck. And she's like, it's lovely to be here. Welcome. <laughs> we, ironically, we were both raised by women with. Like very similar women with a lot of manners who like to dress nice, who were homemakers, mm. who were entertainers. Mm -hmm. My mom and her mom were are very similar. Her mom passed away. And so, but Mary's the opposite of me, you know? She is tomboyish. Yeah. She loves sports. Right. She will not wear pink. And, she you know, curses. She, she curses. She can't dance. But... <laughs> we're like the closest friends yeah, she annoys right. the hell out of me in the mornings i annoy her too yeah. but like now after 14 years we know how to deal with each other right, right. so like i warn her ahead of time and then right. she'll be like i know you do it for my own good right. and there's trouble that she's gotten into where i have to be like you're in the wrong go do it but it took me a lot of years to dare right. and uh, to do that but Sweary Mary started because we were forced to do Facebook Live <laughs> right. when the platform started. Right. And it was like, you got to get to the place where you're reporting and do Facebook Live. Yeah. And I feel better when someone's with me and I can bounce off that person. Mm -hmm. And I included Sweary She's Mary. And we were at a gymnastic place with kids. <laughs> and the magic ensued. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And then we like start doing Facebook Lives like live with you. And like Sweary Mary, didn't we do that we as a sweet We tried it and we screwed it up. <laughs> yeah. Mm. We screwed it <laughs> Do you have a favorite Mary story of all time? 14 years, I know that's a oh big ask. Oh my gosh. Is this something that sticks out? I love when people recognize her because she becomes mush. Mm. Complete mm. mush. Um, Does that happen often? Mm-hmm. Wow. More often than you think. Uh, she was very happy because her last birthday she drank for free. <laughs> she's swearing Mary. Uh, I loved one time I'll never forget Terry was still our producer and we were at the Dollar Tree and I was like eight months pregnant and Terry put me in a shopping cart and I couldn't get out <laughs> and Terry couldn't and Mary went come on and, grabbed me, and picked me up 
And like, and I was like, if I my water breaks here, you're taking me to the hospital, not these idiots that right. surround us. Yeah. Oh, God. Wow. That's great. Um, somebody told us. Oh boy. <laughs> about an around town involving a bunch of kids and a vaudeville act. Do you remember this? I'm told it was not good. Oh, there were many of those. Oh. Oh, really? What happened? I don't know. That Who was told you? TB, the first one. He said something like, if she can tell the story nicely. And I was like, well, I wasn't going to mention this. he probably remembers, but I don't. Mary probably cursed at a kid. (laughs) Was it a Mary story or a me? I think it was just that it was was difficult. Yeah. It was awful. We tried a lot of things that didn't stick. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, We did, this was Tom Barnes, not TB. Tom Barnes, the other TB. Yeah. Um... He sends me to a bird watching store. And I look at the rundown that morning and I go, Barnes, I don't think there are birds there. And he goes, they, clearly they have to have birds. And we show up at the place and there are no birds. It's a place to buy Binoculars. the equipment. <laughs> you don't remember, there was also a lady no. who sang <laughs> at the keyboard bird songs. No. Uh-huh. And she's playing us out. The birds are lovely. Oh my God. Birds are great. And we go off. The, the segment finishes, but she hasn't finished. And she goes to the camera. <laughs> blows a kiss and waves. Uh-huh. Stop. And Bill O'Toole, who works now at CNN, who was my engineer for many years, in my ear goes, this is probably the worst segment you've ever done. <laughs> And now, and you know, I have to warn PR people, public relations people. I'm like, yeah. we will ridicule it, not me necessarily, because sure. I don't like to do that. Oh, That's yeah. Tomasulo's department. Back in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the studio. And I'm like, They're removed. your client will hear them yeah. saying this is stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is not going to be good for you. And they're like, no, it's great. A bird watching place, no birds. Yeah. I've also been in, in dog fights a lot where go in there the dogs are friendly and the dogs start fighting okay. they've oh. never fought before and i'm like it's me because yeah. i'm not an animal person right um uh i was attacked not attacked but i was jumped on by a pit bull mm. at the shed aquarium you were here i think at the shed aquarium yeah what? because really? they were training uh animals they wanted to show kids how you train animals like you train dolphins while mm. their dolphin exhibition was closed yeah. and i think I got off the floor and went to talk to the to the pit bulls trainer, and the, I think the dog felt like I was going to go for the yeah. trainer and jumped on me. And Sarah Fisher, our our director, saw it, and I could feel his teeth on my head. What? And oh my uh, and I remember Mary and Tom pulling me out is the only time that I've cried off the air. And I said, "Put me by the belugas. Don't put me by right, the thing again." Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's and scary. then was one, it on air? No, oh, we no. were oh. waiting to go on air. So gotcha. I got up to say, "Hey, Ken, we're going to go on the air now," yeah, and the yeah. dog freaked out. Whoa. Oh my gosh! Wow. Mm-hmm. When you worked at Univision, you had to do a story every Thanksgiving. Can you tell us about Rem- that? Oh my god! Yes, you don't know about this no. one. So it's a cultural thing. Mm. Let's just preface it with that. Okay. No judgment zone. Um, every Thanksgiving, we will go to Cialis Poultry on Armitage. And check out how they would get the tur- live turkeys ready to be consumed. <laughs> okay. You're using very careful so, language. <clears throat> part of the video would be when they would throw the turkey in the machine to kill it. And you were here. <laughs> like I never went in because I found it so gross <laughs> and awful. 
But apparently Spanish TV thought they that was an that. appropriate story. Cause who, and appropriate, not inappropriate. And an appropriate, appropriate yeah. story for Thanksgiving. Not the turkeys that were saved by the president, but the, the ones, ones that, that were, were murdered on Armitage. So hey, you need to know how turkey gets to your table. There shouldn't be yeah. a disconnect. Farm boy here sees nothing That's wrong true. with yeah, that. No, of no. course. It's like the Midwest. He, cu- is, he kills the turkeys every year by himself. The Midwest is obsessed uh-uh. with sausage making. <laughs> like I have never met people. Like if you in New York yeah. go to a butcher shop and show right. the meats being encased. Oh yeah. People will call, this is disgusting, what are they doing? You right. don't know how many butcher shops I've covered, and I've held the sausage to be encased, and it's not what you think it's... Th- no, yeah. I, I've stopped touching the sausage because I find it awful. It's I just let it intestine. fill up, and people goes, oh, that looks so good. And I'm like, what? So every year, wrong. though, you did the turkey story? Almost every year, yeah. What's funny is my mother-in-law just made a bunch of sausage. We got a bunch in our freezer right now, there just sitting there. Just looks delicious. I guess and, you, I, and you wouldn't have minded seeing it on Thanksgiving. TV. No, no, bring it. Fine. I just don't like be. I don't like to see it made. That's what is. Isn't that a phrase or Not something? Not in the Midwest. Don't apparently, watch how the they love to see the sausage. Ha- it's made. Right. Um, we talked about this. Brian and I sang a little bit of the uh, theme song before, but you are the star of the wildly popular telenovela. Noticias de mi corazón. Ay, qué lindo. Oh, my God. Tell us, what's Tell it us. like? Oh, you sounded like What's my dad. it like Tell to us. slap Dan Ponce? I've never slapped anyone Only before Lourdes? the telenovelas. You haven't? No. Never. You slapped oh. Joe in the last one. I put it in the last one. Sí, 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 sí. Pero I have never slapped. I'm not a fighter. You've never actually hit never. is what you're saying. Until Dan yeah. Ponce said, in this thing, you're going to slap everybody. Oh, sure, right. Oh, okay. like, but I've never slapped anyone. Yeah. You should slap Dan. I've slept Dan yeah. for real. What's it like? Oh, really? That's what we're asking. It makes me feel bad. Oh, mm. I know. I'm sorry. That's not the answer we wanted. I know. I know. It's not empowering. Feel, it's yeah. weird. Right. It's like I'm going to hurt my coworker. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess that just means you're a good All person, right. well, which is that upsetting. Didn't go the way. Yeah. Well, then, thank you very much. So speaking of that, the telenovelas, though, what's it like putting those together? They're so much fun. Yeah. And Dan is a very organized producer director. He mm-hmm. doesn't waste time. He's like. Now this, now this, now that. And so they, they don't take a long time to shoot and they get they're more slam clever dunks. and clever. Yeah. Oh my God. I said they're slam dunks every time. Yeah. 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 The last one was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, with Lourdes. And that was her idea to right, announce her pregnancy good. that way. Yeah. We're That's not great. We're not sane. No. You <laughs> no. got to be and a little off. And the people who marry us are a little off too. Because <laughs> yeah. like Matt was like, sure. If you want to say Bozo's the baby's daddy. I'm like. <laughs> right. 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 Like so my husband the other day um, bo- uh, the other day shoot me unboxing the toilet paper that you've made fun yes. of me. Oh right. Right. Yeah. I He's damaged that boy. Accommodating to your he, yeah. Your nonsense. Let's do it like Ryan's story review. He's got I can, so much he has to keep it like in a storage unit. Or is that your garage? It's in our garage. Yeah, right. So Noticias is an over the top spoof and mm. it's hilarious. Mm. But in real life you have a lot of zest, right? Is yeah. that yeah. fair? Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like the need to tone it down at all? That's a serious question. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I love it. I think it's wonderful, but I'm curious, you know. You guys have never really dealt with me in the afternoons and nights. I am not that like high school. You're not on. I'm not on. Yeah. I'm still like, we'll break into dance in our house. Sure. And I mostly, I'm there for my family's entertainment. Uh, but do yes, there are days that I'm like, Okay, you need to tone it down. I used to ask one of our engineers, and I still ask Gerald, 
to give me the return on my voice so I can hear myself because mm -hmm. I, I tend to get really loud when I get excited. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to hear myself so I would tone it down and not like freak people out. Right. Uh, so I, I'm very self-conscious of that part. Um, but then when I try to use my NPR voice, Gerald is like, stop that. Right. We can't hear you. So I'm like, we'll be back with more from yeah, I was gonna say, the can Museum we get, of Science and Industry. Can we get some of that? Yeah. The Industrial Revolution. I would listen. But That's Gerald's crazy. like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Don't lose that. Don't lose but the But I kind of like the, you can do both. I can do both. Right, and, yeah. and for example, I work with cameramen. When I'm doing stories, I'm more subdued. When yeah. we went, so I work with cameramen who know that I can do both. And they'll be like, okay, this story narrated a little slower because it's more about when we went whitewater rafting in Arizona. Sean's like, I shot this more like CBS Sunday morning. So right. Right, make right, sure right. you talk about wilderness and the beauty yeah, of it yeah. and, and tone it down. Right, right. But then I would introduce it like, we went whitewater rafting. And then... <laughs> We didn't have an address. It was just point when you see the trees, just get out of your car. And I had just introduced Ooh, it like an explosion. Right. right. <laughs> There's always so, room to learn. But yeah. I had a news director, sorry, Ross, that used to no, tell yeah. me it's better to tell me to tone down than to tell somebody to bring it up. Sure. Because I had a co-anchor who was very dull. And he, my news director's like, it's easier for me to say, Anna, calm it down than to tell him. Like, right. dude, Crack a smile, relax. Right. right I don't right. think you make it anywhere now without having some type of character. Personality. I mean, yeah. right. You, you can't just deliver yeah. it. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, look at me and Ross. You're oozing personality. Right. Uh, I want to talk about another time where you added some zest, but also kept it professional. Ricky Martin. We touched on it, but let's... Yeah, you, you, you know, you were here. very... I mean, it was a serious topic that you were getting into of his help in Puerto Rico, but right. also you fangirled. All of hard, them. Yeah. hard. Yeah. Talk about and that moment in the after. Yes, and. Ah, you black. Is it a touchy subject? <laughs> uh, that was one of the highlights of my career. To tell somebody that you admire how much you admire them, and then to have it resonate with people that way. Mm. Um, I don't think if I meet them in person, I will be that. Uh, ridiculous I think I'd be more of the Anna who asked him serious questions and so I'll probably disappoint people but just keep rolling after I meet him right, and right, then I'll right. probably lose my you know what right. again yeah. um, there is it is not a sexual attraction although he is hot it is more admiration <laughs> yeah, right? sure, sure. it is more like this dude does what a lot of us are trying to do, which is to Crushing live it. an honest life yeah. and uh, make sure that his culture and his uh, pride for who he is and, and his um, island, he walks around with it. You know, he wears it proudly. Yeah. And so I've, tr I've been lucky enough to travel to enough places where people know who he is. It's like Michael Jordan in Chicago. You know, it's mm -hmm. better than Al Capone, you know, yeah, or, yeah, right. oh, my God, you were from Chicago, Chirac. It's much better when we hear yeah. other stuff. Right. So the same concept with Ricky Martin. Right. And again, he's hot. Um, but it's not like, it, <laughs> come on now. We both have husbands. Right. <laughs> right. We're both in love with our husbands. Yeah. Uh, TB2, uh, Tom Barnes. Uh-huh. Told us. Uh, oh boy! I'm a little nervous to ask you about this because I don't know what the hell th th is going to happen here. Yeah, but he said <laughs> to ask you about Vic's vapor rub. Ah. Yeah. What? I'm a big fan. <laughs> what? All the time. You know what, Vic's, when you're all sick. All the time. All the time. Here's the problem. I think. I think. I'm trying to back off a little because 
in the winter time, I use it to to calm down and go to sleep. Do you okay. have some on right now? No. Oh. But I could. Um, <laughs> my husband doesn't like it. It sounds like a weird obsession. Yes. Okay. Uh, I try to put it on the kids and they run away from me. Yeah. They find it a little uh, intense. Yeah. Although my son, Alex, will say, put it on my feet. But I think it's because he likes that I rub his feet when he has a cough. <laughs> right, right. Right. But. That's what I was going to say. Like, you put it on your feet, you're sick, you put some socks on. Yeah, it's, it's only for when you. you're sick. But you can be right. sick of anything. A cold, <laughs> a rot, a rash, a muscle spasm, uh, menstrual cramps. You can use it for anything. A headache. Bad day. Or comfort. <laughs> okay. You just, case, you just like the smell, melatonin. you like the cool feel. Two fingers. Two fingers. Uh-huh. Wait, wait. Uh-huh. On the chest. Uh-huh. Okay. Two fingers on the chest. And that's it. Like that. Sweat. I don't travel without it. I don't trust really? that you, you have, have it at your house. Right now. Uh, no, but I used to have the inhaler one. When Now when the weather turns, now I'm going to carry it. So what? what's wow. the root of this? Bix Paporub. Um, that's what we call it. <laughs> Bix Paporub. One more time. Bix Paporub. I love that. Yosemite. Yosemite. So what's the root of the the Vicks vapor? My rub? mother, but she's 80, does not remember this, but Vicks was a big thing when you got sick in a Latin household. I've heard in the Polish household, the Greek household, they would, it's, it's, menthol it's a, right. and it helped you with respiratory issues sure. and in our house we had a lot of allergies growing up okay. so my, we used Vicks a lot and actually they even make it for babies now alright I think we've covered uh, we've been to your house but we heard you don't like hosting parties I don't Why? so we'll see you tonight I like to leave yeah yeah. we'll be over later but like what about a small party I, like a dinner fine. party but that's fine but you gotta get my cue Right, like, like there's what gonna is be a point How do you where I, like, I start washing dishes. Yeah, start, like I have Just my, cage. I have yeah. my cousins come every like once a month to have dinner. Mm. Uh, it's called Taco Tuesday. Oh yeah, my sure. cousins come with their significant others. I prepare a really crappy taco recipe from McCormick powder because mm. I'm not Mexican, so I grew up eating American tacos mm. yeah. and with cheddar cheese and all that stuff. And they eat it, and then I I don't give them dessert, and I start washing dishes and. Now the they're my family, so now they'll understand that at some point I'm going to switch my okay. pajamas and be like, yeah. "Bye." Right. right. Uh, but I host Thanksgiving every year. Mm. I have to drink in order to. Mm. Yeah, and at one point I switched into sweatpants. It makes me very <laughs> nervous to host a party. I feel like I'm going to run out of food. People are not going to have fun. Mm. The pressure of the performance. I don't of like the it. And my mom is a people. great entertainer. I right. call my mom okay. the Puerto Rican Jackie Onassis. Like, oh. yeah. Hmm. Well, that's why you host, so you can wear your sweatpants. Right. Right. I mean, At some point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it true you have a babysitter named Velma? Vilma. Vilma. That's my dog's name. Why? It, she came that's that a good way? Name. Vilma. Velma. Yeah, yeah. She spells Vilma. it with a W. Oh, sure. Like Wilma. Wilma, yeah. but they pronounce it Vilma. We call her Mima. Hmm. She's been with us for 11 years. But yeah. now she's not. She's she. Alex is now going into kindergarten, or he's in first grade. I'm sorry. So she hasn't been with us full time for two years. Mm. But she's amazing. Yeah. Felt my dog's okay. Probably not as my good. My Vilma's as better. Vilma. <laughs> she can actually cook. Yeah, Velma doesn't do Velma anything. Doesn't. My my dog what does puked Velma this look morning. Like? You never like she's post a, pictures. She's of her. a pit bull mix. Yeah, you should meet her. Yeah, <laughs> I hear Sorry. you and pit bulls get along. Sorry, I don't want to make light of that. Yeah, <laughs> she's a mix though. She's great with people. She hates dogs. She's dog aggressive. Yeah, she wants to kill all the dogs. Yeah, kind of like you are with people. Yeah, we're oh. we're match made. They're a great in combo. Yeah, right. 
Sweary Mary and Brian. Yeah. No. Oh man. That'd be a <laughs> no good segment. No weapons allowed. Them just staring at each other across. It'd the be table. a good buddy cop movie. Yeah, me would and be. Mary. Really? Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, I would too. And what's his name? He's in all the movies. The short comedian. African American. Oh. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, your bio on your website says you'll try most anything. Did you see once. my website? Yeah, nice. It's right? nice. Yeah, it's new. You're like, who's that girl? We've never seen her look right. that I good. I don't even know. I who haven't that is. seen it. We yeah. should put a link up. Yeah. Okay. I think it's on a, a, a annabellabble.com. Is that <laughs> annabellabble? That's it. I'm leaving. Well, here are you going? Come on. I was just what a joke. Did somebody, somebody take annabellabble? Did somebody take annabellabble? I had to buy it from him. You really? Yeah. Many years ago. Wow. Really? Anyway, I took LarryPotash.com. I have LarryPotash.net. You wouldn't know what to my, do with I it. I bought my house with all that <laughs> money. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I can't believe Check you it played out. ball. LarryPotash.com. Yeah. I don't know what's on it, so don't blame me. Yeah. But. On your website, it says you'll try most anything. Once I have an object here, I'd like you to close your eyes and I'll tell I you. I know. I fall. You tell you know. the object. No, I don't put my, I'm not putting my hand in anything. I am not. Come on. No. Actually, there's, there's literally nothing in here. <laughs> I was going to go get a plantain this morning. And you know how hard it is to find a plantain? Well, my Chicago. dog puked, so I had to mm. take care of that. Oh, Velma. Yeah. Yeah. My Velma. That was just puke. a test, though, to set you up for our next segment, which is the lightning round. <laughs> and to start the lightning round, we have another surprise for you. Ready? Hit it, Brian. Shake it, bomb, bomb. Shake it, bomb, bomb. Shake it, bomb, bomb. That's all I know. Me too. It's better that way. Yep. First question, what would you be doing if you weren't on TV? Eating. Oh. Job-wise. Good, good answer. I, That's actually a good answer. Eat, I was okay with eat it. Eat for a living? I no. probably would be an actor. Mm. Mm. An actor. Oh, that's not presumptuous at all. That's not what? Presumptuous. No, right? I'd be no, no, no. I'd be a star- struggling actor. I didn't right. say I'd be We touched on this actor. earlier. Yeah, you'd be starving. Yeah. You do stand-up sometimes. Say something funny. Have you heard The Last Hour? Mm-hmm. Has this been funny? I'm going to be like that guy who came to GN and was like, people who pay for my show get the... Who was oh, that? Oh, is that? Who did that? I don't remember. It was a comedian. Oh, wouldn't do impressions. Oh, uh, he wouldn't do impressions. Right. Yeah. I can't remember And we blasted now. him after that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can't ride a bike. Well, you can kind of ride a bike. I now. learned at age 40. But I just now saw during that I, sports summit, yeah. you can't jump rope. No. Listen. <laughs> what other childhood fun did you miss out on? Uh, roller skating. Okay. Oh. Uh, jump rope. What else do kids do? Can uh, you use a yo-yo? Barely. Mm. Is this a sweeps thing we got to do where you should Ooh, just, not you should idea. conquer everything? Yeah. That's not we a bad throw idea. Stuff at you. you don't know what's coming. You try it. and You you have to ask. There's a lot that I haven't done. Like I haven't been tailgating ever. Um, Why hasn't oh, yeah. Scrid gotten you Scrid is going to do it now. We're yeah. going to go nice. to a Bears tailgating. Uh, but they told me I don't have to watch the game, which is my condition. I wouldn't know what's going on. So you just stay. I outside. I hate dodgeball. Uh, I had an A in gym just because I brought the uniform, and I was just charming. So right, that's how I got. Bellaval will warm them up, and I would be like five, <laughs> six, seven, eight. And then and then my girlfriends were athletes, so they'd be like, "We'll pick her," but just have her sit back there and she'll clap. Uno, dos, tres, yeah. cuatro. Uh, you found your recipe box from the late '90s recently. What will you be making, Ross and I, for dinner tonight? Meatloaf. Mm. 
This is a longer answer mm. than I was anticipating. I could make you some you spaghetti sauce plans. and spaghetti that my mom used to make that the kids really like. That'd be but it's not from scratch, okay? I was d- raised on preservatives yeah. in the 70s and 80s. I was so raised on them in like the 90s, yeah. ragu mm-hmm. sauce yeah. with, okay. Right. Did you ever think like spaghetti was like such a big meal and then like then you make it later on when you're like older and you're like, oh, it's like two things. It's like meat sauce. and <laughs> I hope he doesn't go to Italy and say and that. Might, no. Just imagine he wouldn't. I'm just saying in an Irish American home, oh, right? Yeah, with like the preservatives. Really, yeah, I was yeah. like, she made right. this with ragu, with the chef old yeah, right. right. Uh, Tom Barnes told us you hate rock music. So what's your no. favorite? What's your favorite no. Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters. No. no, because I'm a big fan of you too. Oh. And you too. It's a beautiful day. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, I am a big fan of you is that too. Rock music? And I like Coldplay. And I, I, I am a. You <laughs> like pop rock. You and Coldplay. I like pop rock. Yeah. I okay. like Latin music. Okay. I like stuff I can dance to. Right. Here's the problem. Mm-hmm. That Red man. Hot chili peppers. Which man? Yes. Tom. Okay. Tom Barnes and my brother Mario are hardcore yes. rock listeners. And yeah. my husband is too. Right. But my husband, like everything else, just gave in. He was like, let's keep the apartment at 78. I'll just wear shorts. Is it literally 78? Sometimes during the polar <sighs> so vortex. I don't even understand what your problem is. The kids are happy. My Have you seen them? They're thriving. is 68. I wow. die. Wow. I I'm die. I'm like 72 right now when it was really hot. 78. Okay, anyway. Anywho, yeah, that's yeah. insane. So, um, now I know why my flowers die. Uh, <laughs> my dad one time, my father from Puerto Rico goes, you know what, nena? I think an avocado tree would really do well in your apartment because you keep this in greenhouse condition. <laughs> my family from Puerto Rico comes and takes their sweaters off. They're like, yeah. what is wrong with her? Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, um... Husband likes rock music. Husband, so, but he was encouraged by Tom Barnes to force me to go to like oh. Pearl Jam. Yeah. So my brother Mario is in love with Pearl Jam and would never go to a concert. So I flew him here oh. to go to Pearl Jam and paid for his concert ticket. And I was going to send him with Barnes and my husband Steve. Yeah. And they ashamed me and I had to go. I knew four songs. Yeah. Well, so then for some reason. Did you have my, a nice time? Yeah, I guess. Um, oh, you did yeah, a little. But then I had to go again. Oh. On a Monday, mm. when it rained, and then they moved it, and we all called in sick. Remember, all of us that went to the the last concert because oh, right. it At rained. Wrigley, yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, then yeah, that yeah, yeah. year, I also had to go to Foo Fighters. Mm. So you don't like? I it. mean, and Dave Grohl's a great entertainer, but I'm like, he's no Rick- ah, yeah, that's what it sounds like. He's no Ricky Martin. Well, that's that's a perfect segue. Um, I'm told that you do a uh, uh, dolphin call, or maybe it's a mermaid. <laughs> Or mermaid calls it the same thing. Didn't I do that in your show first? I think so. Well, it's really dolphin, but I was dressed as a mermaid. Copy you. Shit. Yeah. Whatever. Please. So one more time. (laughs) I had to take the headphones off. Wow. You. Is uh, that that's a dolphin or a mermaid or both? Both. (laughs) That's like the siren song that the the sailors used to jump off to go to the (laughs) island, but now they're just jumping off to get away from it. To die. Yeah. What? What? Um, Thank God Vilma wasn't here. Yeah. Oh my. She would have attacked me. Goodness. One more time. I, don't I have even, a lot of sound. How effects. is it both? What else, What else do you have? Um. Well, I in my conversations I use a lot of sound effects. Mm-hmm. Um. What else do I have? Like I have different words. Like. That's, well, that's a good one. Peacock. Right. Yeah. Or a Scarlet Macaw. Okay. Um. 
Sounds nicer, I guess. Sorry, it was the inflection in your voice. I thought it was a peacock. The peacock goes... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we haven't been to the bird watching store. So... Do that again. Do the peacock... That's really good. Those are his feathers, and that's his maiden yeah, call. Right. I yeah. learned that at the Brookfield mm-hmm. Zoo. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Pig. I can do a pig, but it's different. What do it's you do? It's an oink. It's very loud. I don't know if I should do it. Do you do the squealing? Yeah. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. All right, I'm not going to do it. It always sounds like they're, deprive our audience. Like they're hurting the pig. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. what it you sounds sound like. It, right? yeah. And I'll start coughing because right. I don't do it very often. <laughs> that, you got to put that sound effect in your Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day package. there. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, the dying turkey. Yeah, dying. <laughs> oh my god. Gobble gobble gobble. This is a family friendly uh, podcast. Uh, <laughs> you did a really good impression of your dad earlier. Can you give us another impression? Yeah. My dad is fluent in English, but my dad speaks an English that you need a master's degree to understand. So this is part of my stand-up gig. You're not gonna have to pay for this. Oh, so my no. dad, you'll ask him like, "Hey, we'll dad, you up. ask him a question." <laughs> <laughs> on this part of this we're gonna collect the money you right. ask him a question he'll be like eh, pertaining to the request for child reading services eh, for a time and day to be determined by the parental unit eh, with food lodging and beverages required are you babysitting or not <laughs> Like, I don't know. I oh, have to t- oh, it's a right. list of, of oh, God, be very careful what you ask him because yeah. you, and now that he's older, he'll give you the historical information too of right. anything you right. ask him. For right. instance. He'll be like, Dad, I heard your friend died. I'm so sorry. You know, it's a complication of the aging process. Uh, when the people you hold near and dear uh, start biting the dust. I love your dad already. Consequently, oh. and therefore, I try to stay away from centers like the funeral home as much as possible eh, as to not cause any complication or confusion and end up incinerated. Eh. <laughs> can we get him on the podcast? Yeah, totally we totally can. Man. Don't ask him anything about him. the Puerto Rican status. He's not allowed. Oh. Um. A little birdie told us that you dated a guy who was a correspondent on The Daily Show. Care to name drop? Really? <laughs> who said that? <laughs> that was TB. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Who'd you talk to? Mm-mm. Uh, Dan DeBacker. He didn't last long as a correspondent. Mm-mm. Very mm-hmm. funny guy. He was my one and only white boyfriend, and he dumped me. Oh, wow. Because I was wow. whatever intense. You were intense? Maybe you should have toned it down for him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Call Dan, back. you couldn't handle the zest. Yeah, he couldn't, couldn't handle, handle it. That. Yeah, Dan. Dan. Yeah. Dan. Hey, speaking of that, can you say something mean to Brian in Spanish? Just to be in there. Just mean. It doesn't have to be like swear words. Just mean, like nice hair. Yeah, your hair looks stupid today, Brian. This wasn't. A sp- ¿Qué le pasa a la camisa esa que parece que vas a vender? En, que vas a pedir un, un préstamo en el banco? Oh, snap. I think you're talking about my shirt because you're looking at my shirt. What did you say about my shirt? What are you wearing that shirt that looks like you're going to a bank to be like the bank teller? <laughs> wow. I'd never Meanwhile, wore this shirt before like today. Oh, it's no, the first Brian, time I wore this shirt. shirt. I don't think I'm going to wear this shirt he ever again. Me, he made me be mean. Wow. Okay. At least he's not wearing sweatshirts now. What's that's that's What's Ross's Puerto Rican name? Rob. Why? Because I have a problem with his name too. It's What's like I can't problem? say Tim. I say Team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I get like the Rob Ross thing. First of all, there is no Russell in Spanish. Mm. 
So Ross is not a nickname we have in Spanish. Gotcha. So, and I was thanking him for doing something really lovely mm. on the air mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, well, and I right. called I him Ross. And, open, yeah. and, she yeah. called and me then Ross. I texted him with my heart in my hand. Yeah. And I said, I'm so sorry. This mm. is your, po-. and he goes, I thought that was my Puerto Rican name. So his name is Roberto. <laughs> yeah. Do I have a Puerto Rican name? No. Oh. Because we have Brian. Oh. Brian. Brian. Um, is it true you drink your rum neat? Kind of, with a splash of club soda. Oh. Interesting. Mm. Was it your true dream to be a dancer? Yes, a backup dancer in a merengue class. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I wanted to be a backup singer in a merengue band. Okay. Or a like one of those backup dancers. Like a backup. You didn't even want to be the star. I didn't want to be the star. I just wanted to be like the one who's like next to J-Lo. <laughs> Still no calls. And then people will go, still no calls. You know, Rob. That is BS. Wow. After your moves today at the end of the seven, I would have thought somebody would have. And did you notice how Paul eggs me on yeah. and I don't stop? Right. Like if that's off the air, I'd stop. Right. But there's something about the light being on. And I sit no. back there and I just go, stay on her. Stay on her. Yeah. Stay on. <laughs> Mar- no, Mary, she wants to go to commercial. Please nope. say <laughs> clear. She's going to have a heart attack. I'm 45, boys. Would you rather Not live last in, you forever? Would you rather live in New York or Chicago? Chicago. So you love it here. I figured that. I love it here. If I if I ever go back to New York, I have to be paid a lot of money or have lost my job here. What's in your trunk? There's a bat, a baseball bat. Why? Um, right there on. is a. Why is there a baseball bat? Uh, there's a baseball bat because I went to a baseball game bat factory and they oh, made me right. one yeah. uh, and i never took it out of the car and now i feel like a badass with it yeah. and then i have um a, a a uh what did you call that when you swim in a suit not the, a swimsuit but the body suit the whole thing leotard the wetsuit i have wet a wetsuit suit. Mm. leotard is to dance sorry uh, i'm not a dancer like wet, i have a wetsuit there why I do have you a have? lot of random things that people give me around town that I have nowhere just, to put them because yeah. I live in a condo. Right. So hmm. I keep them in my trunk. It's weird what I have in my trunk. Yeah. Brian's, uh, we've we've now placed something in the bag. We're wondering if you would like to Still play. Not. Are you sure What's you don't want to close your eyes and guess the object? <laughs> There's literally nothing in there. <laughs> <laughs> but she came I around. She did. I love she was trying. Circle. I love how nice we are to each other. There's nothing. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Go with it, Anna. But the thing is, we built trust throughout the yes. interview, yeah, and yeah, we got yeah. there. Right. We got there with you. Yeah. That's all that matters. I feel so much yeah. better now. At this juncture, we're done. Is there anything else it's we should have asked? Great lightning round. Boys, I'm so happy you're part of WGN. Oh, that's because nice. Because you brought us a creativity that we wouldn't have had without the two of you. Yeah. And you are hard workers and nice men. Thank you. That's nice. And and I really enjoy working with you. Likewise. Same. So I'm, I'm glad that you're doing thing. this. You guys make us laugh a lot. And uh, it gets to a point when you're working for many years that you don't know if they're going to find people like us. And they manage to. And that's right. the cool thing. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for having me, even though I was like, what, fifth? Has Robin done that? No, you're the 12th. <laughs> no. Not to no. hurt your feelings more, but. Right. We're spacing out all the yeah, good ones. You gotta, I mean, you can't you like can't just do all of them. The right. best ones no, at the first. I meant, fir- I meant of the crew. Oh, um, has Robin been here yet? No. Well, you'd Paul? have to go to her couch. She's a big yeah. She's a big get. Paul, Paul is done- a big Paul, get because Pat, Paul yeah. moves great. really quickly. Yeah. Paul, Pat, Toomey, I think, mm-hmm. are the only Ooh, morning to- show. Isn't Toomey yeah. funny? Toomey's Toomey great. Funny. Yeah. Have you seen him doing stand up? I have not yet. I have you? Oh no, I did. I well, I saw. 
him, Jeff Hoover, their Christmas show. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but ridiculous. I think that anyone who watches him on our show needs to go see him doing yes. stand-up because yeah. Mike Toomey's one of the best stand-up comedians I know. It's effortless with him. Right. Goodness, and his crowd work, yeah. and you yeah. know, and he's yeah. so humble about it and so generous. Like Mike was the one who like encouraged me to go into stand-up comedy and edited my my work for many years. So mm. oh yeah. Hmm. Do you have any questions for us? We like to give the opportunity be lunch? I'm hungry. to our guests. Nope. No, I have you a Nature Valley bar. I guess it's That's noon. Fine. I gotta go work on Hispanic Heritage Month now. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Well, thanks Thank you. for joining us. Living la vida on. loca. Come on. This is probably the worst segment you've ever done. <laughs> Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.